Hi, my name is George uh, Shakiris, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome back to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 196 of On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as an interview segment with someone from the TV, movie, or music industry. This week, we're getting close to Oscar time, so... We have an Oscar winner joining us this week. We have George Takiris, who won his Academy Award for his portrayal of Bernardo in the film West Side Story 50 years ago. He's going to be joining us, so I hope you're going to stick around for that. He's got a lot of great stories to share with us, and it's coming up in just a few minutes. But we're going to get into the usual remake madness coming up in just a minute. But I want to remind you, if you have a request for a guest that you would like to hear on On Screen and Beyond, send it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I'll see what I can do about it. And uh, that's about it. Why don't we get right into it? Remake Madness next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. Well, Kiefer Sutherland says that uh, a movie version of the hit TV show 24 could start filming as soon as April or May. So we'll find out what's going to happen with that. That's been on and off. And a movie adaptation of the comic book Bone is in the uh, development stages right now. And look for Ben Affleck. He's going to direct the remake of Stephen King's The Stand, which in the 90s was a miniseries, and they're going to bring it to the big screen. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies right here on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming movies, well, Will Smith has many projects in the fires right now, and uh, time will tell if, you know, if those are actually going to be made or which ones will actually get made. But one is called Joe, and it's about God and the devil making a wager on a guy's life to test his breaking point. So we'll see if that one gets made. And Jerry Bruckheimer, also another one of those guys with a lot of things going on. And uh, one of his projects that's in the script stage right now is called Alien Legion. It's about an intergalactic military unit known as Force Nomad and their fight for the common good. We'll see what goes on with that. And uh, another guy who's very busy, Johnny Depp. Of course, his name is with just about every project out there. But his name, you know, has been kicked around with, with a lot of projects. And there's one that's in the treatment stage right now, and it's called Happy Days. Now, it's not the TV show. It's not a remake of the TV show. But this one is about a man who abandons his wife and kids and checks into a rest home where he bonds with a terminally ill woman with one special wish for her last wish. We'll see if that one gets made. That is it for upcoming movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming away as far as sequels. Sequel City, well, Mark Wahlberg says he will make a sequel to The Fighter without director David O. Russell this time. And the sequel to The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo will start filming later this year. And Paranormal Activity 4 has a release date on October 19th, 2012. 
So uh, just in time for Halloween for that one. That is it for Sequel City coming up next on On Screen to Be On TV on DVD. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. TV on DVD, well, March 20th, the Blu-ray release of That 70s Show Season 1 will come your way in a four-disc set. And on April 10th, you can get the final season, the complete ninth season of One Tree Hill on DVD. And coming up very shortly, we're going to have an interview with one of the stars of the show. So keep listening for that here at On Screen and Beyond. And Season 3 of Night Gallery makes its way to the shelves on April 10th also. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's going to come your way as far as movies on DVD? That's next. Movies on DVD, well, March 20th, The Muppets will land on DVD. And on March 13th, Happy Feet 2 tapped its way to DVD and Blu-ray. And in June, look for Joyful Noise in theaters right now with Dolly Parton and Queen Latifah to land on DVD. That is it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, Oscar time. It's here. And we have an Oscar-winning actor with us on On Screen and Beyond. Once again, we've had several before, but uh, this time we have George Takiris. He was Bernardo in West Side Story. And uh, we're going to ask him about uh, working with Rita Moreno and, and, and Natalie Wood and Russ Timberland in that film. I mean, just a fantastic film, uh, one of those great musicals, classics from the 60s, and he won an Oscar for that. But he also has worked with many other people. He's worked with Montgomery Clift, and he worked with Peter Falk, and he worked, of course, with Marilyn Monroe. He, uh, She was in... Um, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, and he was one of the dancers in the famous scene where Marilyn is dancing with the red dress on, and the guys are dancing around her, and they pick her up and all that stuff. He was one of those guys. And he's going to talk about all that, and it's coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, my guest is an Academy Award-winning actor who 50 years ago co-starred in the classic film West Side Story in the role of Bernardo, the leader of the Sharks. It's George Chakiris. George, it's a pleasure to have you joining us today on On Screen and Beyond. Hey, thank you so much. It's, just, it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Does it seem like it was 50 years ago that, that you <laughs> no. did this film? <laughs> God, it's amazing. Uh, no, it doesn't say... In a way, it seems like it was yesterday, but no, it doesn't. I mean, 50 years, when you, half a century, it's like, wow. But no, it, it does not seem, it doesn't feel like that at all. Mm -hmm. as, as far as the, the casting for the film, 
Uh-huh. Were you asked to come and audition for it? I, I was playing riff in the London stage production of, of West Side Story, and uh, I, I did that for a year and a half, and none of us ever dreamed we'd be in the movie at all. They were mentioning names like Elvis Presley and Elizabeth Taylor, but, but one day five of us in that particular company did receive letters from United Artists asking us to do tests. Yeah. Hey, it was an incredible surprise. My test asked me to do, my letter asked me to do a test as Riff, which I was playing, and pick a scene as Bernardo. So, and the guy playing Bernardo, Ken Leroy, the original Bernardo, who's so fantastic, he also uh, tested. So, uh, the five of us uh, spent that day uh, testing, and then. Five or six weeks later, I, I flew to uh, Los Angeles to do another test uh, directed by Jerry. And then maybe about 10 weeks after that, I, I, um, I got a, a telegram telling me that I had the, the role in the film uh, playing Bernardo. It, it, was, uh, it was a really uh, terrific day. <laughs> was it a surprise that you were picked to be Bernardo instead of Riff? Well, in, in the when I first got the letter, you know, it's funny how arrogant you can get it off the top of your head. Uh, when the letter asked me to to do a scene as Riff, oh, there, there they go, <laughs> and um, and and a scene as Bernardo. I I actually thought to myself. I don't want to play Bernardo. I love playing a riff, you know. But uh, but uh, it, it, I have the best of both worlds in the sense that riff is such a wonderful role, and it's a wonderful role in the film as well. And Russ is so terrific in it. But Bernardo is a, a really is also a, a wonderful role. It's, it's um, and uh, in the um, the film version, there's a little bit more uh, meat on the bone, so to speak, because the uh, the the guys are included in the American number with the girls. So there were a couple of scenes with Natalie, and so, so there was more to it there as well. But um, it was um, so I, I loved playing Riff, and and I loved playing Bernardo as well. Yeah, it was such a great film. I, I happened to watch it last night because I wanted to make sure as I, I was going to be interviewing you that I could, you know, recall all the different scenes in the film. Yeah. And it was just such a great film. It, it is. It, it's, yeah. You know, when we were uh, working on it, of course, we all, we we loved what we were doing, and we felt we were working on something of quality, and working with Jerry Robbins, and uh, it was, we had such a phenomenal time. The energy on that set was just like, you know, beyond. Um, it, it was it was a fantastic time altogether. I, I can't remember off the top of my head the actor who played Inspector. Or... Oh, um, oh, God, 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 God. Oh, he's fantastic. He's so wonderful. And I right now can't remember yeah, his name. I... Mm. <laughs> but he... He made you mad because, you know, how could he treat you like that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, there's that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah because it shows how uh, prejudiced he was, right. you know. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And then I, uh, the, the gentleman who played Doc. Uh, yes. He, Doc. he did such a great, great job. Yes, he absolutely did, and and I'm I'm I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. Their names escape me at this moment. Uh, Simon Oakland played. Yes, um, that's right. Yeah, Simon Oakland, and he's uh, you know he did so many wonderful things in movies, uh, you know, all the time. He was he was fantastic, and um, and I may think of Doc's name. Uh, he was right, a famous no, I, character actor. I know I've seen him in millions of films. Yeah, so, so he was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it was just, just, I mean, the entire cast was just a wonderful cast, that's for sure. I'm so glad you think that, thanks. Yeah, I, I think so, too. You know, Natalie is, she's, 
so perfect, so beautiful, so awesome as Maria. And Richard Beamer, I think, is absolutely fantastic as Tony. And, of course, Rita Moreno. Wow. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and Russ. Absolutely. And, and everybody else. Everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Just to, and, and your dance sequences in there. I mean, you were so graceful when you were dancing. It was just, you know, you you could tell that you were a real dancer, um, and and everybody did did a great job. But there's there's just a distinction between a real professional dancer and the other people who were were good dancers. But they, you know, I could just tell the difference. <laughs> oh God, thank you very much for that. that that's a really nice call because. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks very much for that. Thank you. Now, were any of the any of the others um, trained in dance? Uh, did any of them? What? I'm sorry. Were any of the others trained in dance? Uh, oh, yes, they were. Um, yeah, absolutely, they were. Um, uh, Russ was not a trained dancer, but he was a, a gymnast, a tumbler. So they they used that part of what right. he was able to do to um, make that stronger. So they utilized that aspect of his his talent mm-hmm. uh, uh, really beautifully, I thought. But but Gina Chaconis, who plays uh, Graciela, his girlfriend, yes, was was a, a trained dancer. Um, some of the girls in the American number behind Rita were were were, were trained uh, dancers as well. And um, in in the Jets, uh, the, uh, Tony Mordente, who played action, was uh, absolutely a trained uh, trained dancer as well. Mm-hmm. He was fantastic, uh, Tony Tony Mordente. Yeah, yeah. Just everybody did, everybody did a great job. I mean, there was yeah, no they did. About that. Oh, and Tucker Smith, Tucker Smith as Ice uh, and Cool. Uh, he's he's so he's so fantastic uh, in that he it's. I can't imagine anybody uh, being able to go beyond what Tucker did in, in the film. He was beautiful. Mm. It's just how everybody just weaved in together to to make a film that now you can't even imagine anybody else doing those parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, again, the the atmosphere, the working atmosphere was really. I don't know. It had a had a real temperature to it, but I mean that in a good way. Uh, Obvious, and uh, we all again just we had to, we loved what we were doing. We loved working for Jerry Robbins and and of course Robert Wise too. But um, we we was, we were, we worked more closely uh, with Jerry. But mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it was it was it was a, a, an incredible atmosphere. Now, of course, the film went on to win ten Academy Awards uh, uh. for Best Picture, and of course. For you, for best uh, supporting actor, uh, right. did you have any idea? How did you find out the morning that they made the announcements uh, well, that you were nominated? How how did you find out about it? Well, you know, uh, West Side Story was the um, uh, the uh, the what do they call it? The uh, the command performance for the Queen uh, in in London in uh, I think it was March of 1962, and uh, uh, Richard and Russ and I went over with Bob Wise to, to attend that, that gala evening, and uh, with the Queen, it was kind of, ex- not kind of, hey, it was very exciting, and um, during the intermission, there was an intermission that particular night uh, in the Saul's Bar or someplace in the theater during the, during the intermission, Bob Wise uh, got a, a call from Los Angeles, from the West Coast, um, and they told him that night what the nominations were, and that's how I found out. Uh, it was during the intermission that night at the, the Royal Command performance, it was called, at the Leicester Square Theater in, in London. And um, it was like, 
I, I honestly can't remember how I felt, but it was, hey, it was sure nice. I can say that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it, it must have just blown you away. I mean, it's it, to, to be it, it, it really did. It really it did. That's the perfect way to put it. It, it blew me away. Yeah. It blew me away. And uh, but um, but of course it 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 felt so fantastic. It was uh, you know it was it was what uh, I just flattering beyond uh, beyond flattering yeah. it was just uh, it was beautiful yeah now as far as that night there you are you've been nominated you're sitting there at the oscars and your name comes up with montgomery clift oh boy peter yeah. falk jackie gleason and george yeah. c scott How, <laughs> i mean these are huge actors Absolutely, yeah. Well, I, I never thought in a million years that, that anything would happen to me. Uh, I have, I was, one of my favorite actors of all time still is Montgomery Clift. I mean, and and the others as well, of course, but he, to me, held, uh, I don't know, I was just a, a great, great fan of his. I, I, I loved his work as an actor on the screen and on the screen, and he was so, such a, a, a beautiful uh, uh, young man. You know, he, and, well, he, he was an, a, such a phenomenal actor, but uh, so when I was, you know, one of the people amongst, one of the guys amongst all these other fantastic uh, George C. Scott, I mean, come on, wow. Um, it's I, I I didn't expect anything to happen for me, but uh, but um, hey, I, you know I I I think that West Side Story was such a such a, it has such an impact um, worldwide, really um, in Japan and in France, everywhere, um, and the film was like something I think people had never seen before. It was unique, different. I think it still is. And I think that um, all of us can, when you, actors and actresses who are connected with a, 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 a really special film also benefit by the attention that they get just by being in that film. So uh, that's how I uh, can uh, attribute the, the attention that I got. It was just everybody was getting so much attention from the just the film itself anyway and right, yeah. and when my name was called it was like you know i couldn't believe it yeah did you happen to have a prepared speech in case you won or what were you doing <laughs> what did you do about that well i'll tell you no i i had nothing prepared one way or the other in fact my i said something really really short i think but uh i'll tell you something i said is quite funny uh rita moreno and i went together and the car came to pick me up first, and then we went to pick her up, and I went upstairs, and she said, I'm practicing my loser's face. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was funny. Her acceptance speech was pretty short, too, but it was full of lovely, bright energy. It was great. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I had... I wasn't. I wasn't smart enough or professional enough to think that I had to prepare anything. So, and hey, I didn't think I'd win, so I didn't do it. You know. Yeah. 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 Now, I heard that the following year that you were a presenter at the Oscars, and I understand there was a quite a funny story about you getting to the Oscars that morning. That that oh, day. Right. Uh, again, Rita and I went together because we were both uh, presenters uh, that night, mm -hmm. um, and with the yeah, this 
brand new spanking. It must have been brand new. Uh, Lincoln uh, limousine came to pick us up, and uh, it, got, it came to me first, and we went and picked up Rita, and we were driving down Wilshire Boulevard to the Santa Monica Civic Auditorium, where they were held at that time, and the electrical system on the car failed. He had no brakes, he had nothing. Wow. nothing. We were we were coasting and until the car slowed down. Just you know, it, there were no brakes. He couldn't stop it. Oh, so it just we kept moving. Thank God, nothing happened. Yeah, he pulled over to the side when he could, and um, there was nothing he could do. So we thought, what do we do? So we called uh, a cab. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I thought, thought when you, uh, if you arrive at the Academy Award, the the best way to be ignored is to arrive in a yellow cab. <laughs> because hey, if if you don't arrive in a limousine, nobody pays any attention to you, you know. But anyway, once we got out of the cab and got you know up into the the crowd, it was it was fine. But we thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine you know, people say, oh, "How'd that cab get here?" <laughs> <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, uh, now with other films you were in, you, you, your, your career—I uh, mean, everybody remembers you for that because it was such an outstanding performance. But you've been in in a lot of other films. In fact, before that film, you were uh, dancing with Marilyn Monroe in uh, *Gentlemen Prefer Blondes*, right? In the famous uh, "Diamonds Are for uh, Diamonds Are yeah. Best Friend." Such a great number, and she's so amazing. Um, yeah, I, I was uh, my first. Uh... Uh, professional job at all was, uh, was as a chorus dancer and some of those that the, the tail end re- really of the the Hollywood movie musicals and I, 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 I I'm so grateful that I had I just as a chorus dancer that I can I, that I was part of that in, in, a, in a very small way because I really I, I, I admired uh, the musical talents uh, t- tremendously and uh, it, you know just saying I was more one of my favorite predecessors Say I danced behind Marilyn Monroe, you know, but yeah. but also behind Debbie Reynolds and right. um, Rosalind Russell, uh, um, Rosemary Clooney. I mean, it, it was uh, it was a working in the course was such a great time. So so I, I loved it. I really loved it. So yeah, I, before before West Side Story, uh, even before West Side Story, of course, in the theater in London, I had worked as a, as a chorus dancer and um, had a great time doing it. Loved it. I'm going to have to look back at those films so I can see if I can pick you out. When you know, like White Christmas, you were in that one, right? <laughs> well, and in White Christmas, that's that's the one where people usually um, spot me most. <laughs> um, Rosie does uh, a song called "Love You Didn't Do Right by Me," which mm-hmm. and she's so beautiful, and well, she's beautiful. And um, there are just four guys around her, and uh, each of us had a. a, a are a single shot with her in the course of the number, so um, so there is a, a a medium shot of each of us uh, with with her. Uh, yeah. As I say, throughout uh, in the course of the number, and uh, I started getting 
uh, fan mail because of, of that, and you know nobody knew who I was, but uh, they they figured out it was probably me, and and uh, and they tested me, and I I was under contract for Paramount for a, a while after that. So it was um, yeah, but in, that's the one where you can really see me. The one with Marilyn, uh, you, you can see me, but they're about. You know, there are more guys there. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's pretty neat to be able to try to pick you out, so I'll have to look back at some of those older films to, to see those. As far as uh, your career continued in TV, too, you, you, you played uh, a part on Dallas, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, uh, Barbara Carrera was, was really the guest star uh, uh, for that particular season. She, oh, my God, she was fantastic. She was very funny. I really liked her as a person. Really nice, nice you know, but she's is so incredibly beautiful. But she was so wonderful in what she did, and I was supposed to be just do two episodes as her somebody who works with her in 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 at the character who worked along with the character she played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I ended up doing twelve of them. They just kept bringing me back for a little bit more each time. Yeah, you know, I did. Uh, so I did do twelve uh, uh, episodes of, of Dallas. Yeah. But I, I've done uh, a lot of different television in in France and in uh, in England and in in Japan as well. Um, uh, and not just musical things. They I have done musical things, but uh, I did a, a mini series at the BBC with an incredible actress called Rosemary Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I did a, a couple of mini series. Would you believe in for Japanese television? I, I played um, a, a character called Lafcadio Hearn, who was a real man. Who moved went to Japan, changed his name to a Japanese name, Koizumi Yakumo. He married a Japanese woman and uh, lived the rest of his life in Japan. He was a he he was a writer, and uh, so when I was uh, when that offer came my way, I thought, it, it, well, that was a really challenging piece because I had to speak. I was the only foreigner amongst everybody. Everybody else was Japanese, and everybody else. Spoke Japanese, and I had to speak Japanese too. So we devised a way for me to learn the Japanese, not just phonetically, but to really know what I was saying. Because uh, working phonetically is not good enough. But anyway, my point is that I've I've done television in different parts of the world that have uh, really been interesting, aside from just episodic television in in the states. Yeah. Yeah, and we have a large uh, audience from Japan, actually, and some and in a lot of other countries. So they, they may remember you from some of those shows. <laughs> you know what? I I I, I'm, I, I don't I hate I don't, not, this is not bragging, but but uh, but they do, and they they still, especially uh, from West Side. I'm going over in in July uh, for for NHK um, something they want me to do associated with the uh, West Side Story, oh. and then also. I hope we can do it during the same trip, but if not, I'll have to go back another time for a, a company called Tokyo. It's like Tokyo with a U, mm-hmm. um, and they are, are bringing, my understanding is they're bringing an American uh, company of West Side Story to Japan, and they want to bring me over as a, a special guest for that. But my point being that in, in, in Japan, they... Uh, they they uh, they have been really nice to me over uh, for a long time. Yeah, geez. So, and one more thing about TV, and this is just a little trivia fact that some people may may or may not know. Um, you were in the final episode and final scene of the Partridge Family oh, with, oh, Shirley Jones, with Shirley Jones, the Partridge Family. Oh, well, 
I did do an episode of, of the. I've never seen it, um, and I, I think I played a a Navy guy in the Navy. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> was uh, but I've never seen it. I didn't know that was. I did not know that was a final episode that's, or anything like that. That's what I'd heard. It was the final episode of the show. Um, wow! And and you were yeah, and I I think it said you were the final in the final scene, and you were you were kissing um, Shirley Jones or something. Hey, I, I, you know what? My my memory of it is not. I, I have to see it to remember. Right, it's one episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and by the way, Shirley's a, a terrific friend. I've known Shirley for you know. But Shirley gave him, you know, at the Academy Awards ceremony in, in '62 for for Westside. It was Shirley who presented me oh, with okay. with my awards. So I've known Shirley for a long time. She's just. She's just great. I love her a lot. Yeah, I had the opportunity to meet her, and, and she's such a gracious woman. Uh, she is. Just I'm, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing I wanted to, to talk about, um, your jewelry line. Um, how did you get interested in jewelry making or designing? Yeah, it was it was totally uh, accidental. But, um, you know, I had a little uh, a dog, an Italian greyhound. Um, the name was Sammy. And... Um, uh, kids in the neighborhood called him Bambi because he really looked like a little deer. He was so beautiful, yeah. and I was I, I I really loved him a lot. <clears throat> and uh, I, I was whenever I was away working, and I was away working uh, quite a lot. Uh, but and theater in London, uh, miniseries in France, and so on. But uh, and I would be gone for eight nine months at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, when I, I I was I had just finished a play. In, in London, and when I went to finish and got home, I looked at Sammy, and I thought, you know, eight, nine, ten months is a long time out of his life, and um, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying home, and I'm just going to be with Sammy, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, people would think that was not a very wise decision, but I, I just I just had to do it for him. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I accidentally, I don't remember who got me started, but I started taking silversmithing classes silver smithing glasses at, uh, at Barnstall, the, the Frank Lloyd Wright building on uh, um, Hollywood Boulevard in Vermont. And, um, and then little by little, I, I really started to love what, uh, you know, the, the whole, uh, just making things and uh, making, making jewelry. Uh, the, uh, it was, uh, and I, what I continued to do, I, uh, it wasn't intentional, but uh, over time, I I had uh, what what called you know a, a, a collection. I had twenty or maybe even twenty five things that I had made over the course of like probably eight years or something. Yeah. And um, and through the, uh, the, uh, the people I know downtown, they introduced me to a, a Japanese uh, distributor who uh, liked my things and made a, a really nice purchase and has made purchases a couple of times. And he's he's uh, selling in uh, Tokyo at a fantastic department store called Mitsukoshi. So I've been uh, selling there over for the last what two two and a half years. Huh? And uh, but here uh, my stuff is available on, on the website only because we haven't um, uh, tied up with any uh, uh, retail outlet uh, yet. Although I'd love to, I'd love that to happen, but yeah. hasn't happened yet. But but yeah, the whole the jewelry thing was just like. Uh, um, a, a wonderful thing that happened by really kind of by accident. It was not, there was nothing intentional there. Just just wanting to be with my dog. Yeah, really it just evolved from <laughs> from that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What, what is the website? So if people want to check it out. 
It's um, www.georgeshakiras1word.com. Okay, what we'll do is we'll put a link and we will have it so people can just click on that on that link and it'll take them right to your site. Wow, fantastic. Thank you for that. That's great. Is there a certain piece that you like to make more? You know, do you prefer making rings or necklaces or bracelets? Um, or? I think um, uh, rings. Uh, I, think, I think I'm better with uh, necklaces and, and um, cuff bracelets. I have some different bracelets and, and uh, some necklaces that are... That that I like. Um, I mean, I hope somebody else will like them. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you always have, you're, there's an obligation really to make rings as well. You because uh, uh, very often people like, for example, if you have a, a, a necklace uh, for a woman, well, uh, invariably they will want earrings to match right. uh, and <laughs> a bracelet to match and a ring to match. So so uh, but so I have made rings as well. But um, I have more. Fun, I'll say, with um, maybe with necklaces. I'm not sure. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to finish up with two final questions, okay. and, and it's going to take us away from all the film and everything that you've been involved with, and maybe okay. not. But um, what? Two questions. One: What is your favorite TV show of all time? Do you watch any TV that you enjoy, or older TV that you enjoy? Boy, wow! I love Lucy. Ah, that's a classic. That's a good one. <laughs> what What about movies? What's your favorite movies? Not oh, necessarily. Boy, that, that's, that's a tough one. Um, but um, I'll, I'll say, um, boy, because I can think of three or four, like, bam. Um, uh, All About Eve. Ah, okay, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's such a great movie. It's, it's so incredibly written. It's, it's just, and uh, everybody in it is kind of fantastic. Betty Davis, I mean, uh, I can think of other movies with her that I would have named. Uh, Sunset Boulevard with Gloria Swanson, uh, Born Yesterday with Judy Holliday. I mean, it, yeah. you know, it's hard to come down to one, really. But um, but um, but All About Eve, is, is I think, is, a, is quite terrific. Yeah. George, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. This has been a joy to hear all your stories and everything, and and I I appreciate it very much. Hey, I appreciate it so much, too. Thank you so very much. I've really enjoyed uh, talking to you. George Takiris, an amazing dancer, actor, and person. And I want to thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. And if you get a chance... Check out his website. We have a link right on our site. It's onscreenandbeyond.com. You go right there, and you will find our link to George Takiris' website. You can check out his uh, his life and everything and pictures there and, of course, his jewelry collections that he's making. It's, it's just fascinating. So be sure to check that out. And if you get a chance, if you have never seen West Side Story, it's the 50th anniversary. Check that movie out. It's a classic, and uh, you want to just you know be amazed by Natalie Wood's performance and Enrico Moreno and Russ Tamblin, and of course George Takiris's uh, performance. So, anyways, if you want to check that out, and also for TV fans, be sure to check out Dallas. He was on there, and um, not sure what uh, season he was on, but um, also check out uh, the last episode of The Partridge Family. You get a nice little. Uh, episode there with him in it that's george takiris so thank you very much and um it is getting oscar time of course like we were talking about earlier and uh as we rev up for that we are going to have another oscar winner 
coming your way. So uh, stick around here at On Screen and Beyond. We've got some great guests lined up for you. And uh, if you have any suggestions, like I said earlier, send it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we'll see what we can do. If you're on Facebook, go ahead and like us over there. We have a link right on our website at onscreenandbeyond.com. Scroll down to the bottom, click right there, and it'll get you to us. And also, if you are on iTunes, we would appreciate it if you would leave a little review. You know, it helps us get our name out and get uh, more people to know about uh, the uh, the program and everything, and I'm sure that there's somebody that uh, we have had in the last 196 episodes of On Screen and Beyond that somebody that you know would like to hear talk about themselves. So that is about it. That's a wrap for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Uh-huh.